As a teacher, as a parent, you know we love a good plan. I have a big smile on my face today because I'm going to share with you some essential components that you need in order to have a really successful planning day, even if it's just for yourself or if it's with the team or if you haven't even started your program, your homeschool hybrid, your micro school. You need a planning day, my friend. And so in today's podcast, no matter where you are on this journey, I'm going to share with you my top favorite ways to plan for a planning day so that you get the greatest amount of bang for your buck. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Just last week, I posted on our social media Facebook page, I posted a live video of the day after me and our teachers had our very first fall planning day. Now, I want to share with you that throughout the course of starting a micro school, I did not always have a planning day. The very first year, I was lucky to even have a planning day per week or a planning period. I I did have a planning period, but I'm going to be honest with you, I wasn't planning for having a planning period. I was really just letting life take me through the moment, through the journey. Now, I want to be honest with you and tell you that my first year of having a micro school with eight students, I literally had more time to plan than when I worked in public school. Truth be told, I was able to find pockets of time throughout the week to plan. I would plan at the park while the kids were playing. I would plan in the morning while the kids were easing into their morning routine. I would plan at lunchtime while the kids were out on my back porch eating lunch. I was inside planning. I also found very quickly that on Fridays in the afternoon, I would set up stations for all of the kids to rotate around to while I was planning. So please know that the planning days that we have now are very different than when I had it my first year. But I loved those days and I loved those moments and I made sure every week in my plan book that I had a specific schedule and a time that I was going to devote to planning for the upcoming week, for the upcoming month. You have to do it, especially if you are marketing, if you're advertising, if you're sending out weekly emails, if you're planning for special events, you have to have time to plan and it's okay. If you have kids at your house at that time, or if you're just starting out and you're all by yourself, it's okay to set up independent stations or engaging games, activities, different 
ways that students learn that are very engaging and educational for you to be able to step aside and plan. That's just good provision for your business. Now, the second year came, I hired an assistant. Her and I would plan or she would take the kids for me while I would plan or we would plan every Friday afternoon together. Now, that worked out very well is to just have someone take the kids for me. She would take them to the park for me while I stayed back and planned. Worked out beautifully my second year. Third year, I had two teacher assistants plus another assistant that came part-time and they pretty much did all the planning but I would set aside Wednesday afternoon. We had the kids set up at stations and we would plan together on Wednesday for about an hour. But honestly, they did most of the planning. I set the vision, they pulled all the resources, they knew the plan, they wrote it down, and we had time in the morning. I would either go outside and watch the kids while the teacher assistants were inside planning, pulling materials, writing things down, or one teacher would be outside while me and the other teacher were inside planning. Now it's year four and year four, we actually had on the calendar a day off of school to have a teacher work day. Now I want to backtrack for just a minute and tell you that my first three years of having a micro school, I did build in teacher work days into the calendar. But the truth is I wasn't necessarily setting on those days in my house with my cup of tea planning, although I would have loved to have done that. I had found that planning throughout the week, I was really adamant about protecting that time. So I was planning every week to where when it came to a teacher work day, I would spend those days either going and purchasing supplies, running to Costco to get bulk items or to get snacks. Or sometimes I would just do that a half a day and the other half a day, I would just be with my family. So now in year four, the teacher work day was an actual teacher work day and there were some very specific things that had to take place in order for this to be successful number one we definitely had to make sure that it was on the calendar and as i said before even if you're doing this for the very first time you've got to put it on your calendar not just at a month at a time i'm telling you a weekly basis of planning and see if you can squeeze it in when you're still fresh in the morning or at some point during the day when the students can be engaged and you can break away to have a moment of planning. I know that if you give yourself that grace of space, you will make it work. I work with so many teachers and coach them on this specific concept because we're always taught that the kids go away to the music or the PE teacher or the art teacher and we're left in our classroom to plan. And the truth is, is now if you're doing this by yourself, you don't have that time. So you've got to be very creative and you got to put it on your planner each week and set an expectation. Boys and girls, I am planning right now for next week. These, This is what you are going to be doing. If you have questions or anything that you need help with, this is the procedure for doing so. And also make the activities fun for the kids because the more fun it is, the more likely that you're not going to be interrupted. Now, if you have an assistant, definitely let them know what the plans are. And if you have a teacher work day, that's going to be imperative that you know what you're set up to do that day. Now, I will say it is absolutely so important 
that you are making sure that during this planning time that you actually have a plan to plan. And I'm going to share with you right now a step-by-step guide to help you organize and make the most of your planning day. So number one, if you got a pen and piece of paper, you're definitely going to set a date and a location. So specifically, like you've got to get really intentional about this. What day are you going to be planning and where are you going to do it at? So for an example, when I first started out, it was Friday in the afternoon. The kids were set up at stations on my back porch. I was at my kitchen table with a big bay window where I saw everybody and could, and could hear. Or they would be in rotations in my house. I'd have an art center set up. I would have a technology center set up and I'd have a reading center set up. And I would do it for about 90 minutes and they rotated around 30, 30, 30. Now we had it on the calendar And I knew that we were going to start out in the conference room, my office, and then teachers are going to break up to do their individual planning. So we set a date, we set a location. Number two, setting an agenda. So I found out really quickly whenever I first began that there were some very specific things that I needed to do every week. I needed to pull resources. I needed to write the parent email. I needed to get items ready for folders. I needed to pull homework. I needed to pull station activities. And so what I found was if this was something that needed to be rinsed and repeated, I wrote it down and I copied it on a piece of paper and I had it out in my plan book so that I knew, okay, these were specifically what I needed to do each week. Plus I would add on to that each week if there was something special that I needed to do. So it's very important that you have a little agenda for yourself. It could be a checklist of whenever you go sit down to plan, you know exactly what to do. That actually takes off so much invisible workload is if you have a systems of operation in place. Okay, I know that I need to do this every single week when I sit down to plan. Because what if you've had a hard day? What if you're tired? What if you've had a lot of distractions and you say, oh, I just don't feel like planning today? Well, because you've created yourself an agenda, because you've taken off so much mental workload, you now know, okay, it's not going to be that bad. I go through these chill little check boxes. This is how I'm going to plan and I'll be done within a certain amount of time. You'll be able to get faster and faster at it if you have a rinse and repeat workflow. In addition, I create an agenda for our teacher workload whenever I just had an assistant. They knew every week on Tuesday, these are the things we're going to talk about on Wednesday. So I created a little agenda the day before because it helped them get their mindset ready for that planning day on Wednesday. So I'd give it to them on Tuesday. And honestly, I just wrote it on a whiteboard in my, in my, in my living room. That's it. Hey guys, tomorrow, whenever we meet, I'm going to talk about these items. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? We'd write it down on the whiteboard. Wednesday came around. Students were at centers. We were planning. We were going off that agenda on my whiteboard. Now this year with our teacher work day on October 16th, we had an agenda set ahead of time. And what I did was I created that agenda a week before and I sent it out to my teachers and I asked them if there was anything else that they wanted to add to it. Did not get a reply. We came in on that Monday. I had some breakfast items set out. We met in the conference room and I'd already had our agenda also written on the board. I didn't print it off and make copies. I just posted it up on the whiteboard in my office. Now, I highly suggest you go find me on Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook page or on Instagram. I did a live video, just a real quick, I think it's like six minutes showing you what the room looked like, showing you what we had on our whiteboard, showing you our long-term planning, content calendar. Those were already set in place. And let me tell you, 
I was not doing this on a Sunday. I knew a week in advance what I needed to talk to the teachers about. And by Friday, I had all materials set to go. I felt so free, so creative, so inspired. I created a long range template for planning for trimester two. On there, I had very specific every week. Don't forget, we need to plan for enrichment this week. Don't forget, we need to plan for enrichment voting. Don't forget, we got fall festival this week. And the teachers said, oh my gosh, Mackenzie, this helped out so much. Gave them a long range planner, but I didn't just give them a blank calendar. I gave them very specific things that they needed to think about every week from beginning of November all the way till the end of February. So I wouldn't have had that though if I did not create an agenda beforehand. So the agenda said what we were going to be working on, which number one was reflections. Number two was trimester two planning. And I gave them the calendar with all of the very specific things that they needed to remember for that week. Then I also knew that I was going to order lunch. So I made it very clear in my mind where I was going to order lunch from so that Monday morning we knew and the teachers could get excited about it. And I placed in the order. I also knew that we needed to talk about parent night, conferences, and our enrichment classes. And then we literally just let the creative ideas flow. But there was also some boundary because if you don't have a boundary of an agenda, you can get really lost. Now, if you want to get super fancy, you could assign roles and you could have each person lead a different part of the planning day. That's always really fun. But if you're starting out for your first time, you may just want to stick to what I'm suggesting right now. You also want to make sure that you are gathering necessary materials. So this is number four, any materials, any documents, any data that you need for that planning day, calendars, very, very important. So let me go back. Again, set a date and location, that's number one. Number two, create an agenda. Number three, assign roles or assign specific material that you want the teachers to bring. Number four is to gather necessary materials, documents, and calendars. And number five, involve everybody. You wanna make sure that your teachers, if you have other staff, or if you're doing this with your husband, that they have a role in being able to communicate with you. So it was not just the teachers that day. Beforehand, I had talked to my husband. If you have assistants, they're very important to speak with and allowing them buy-in for what to talk about that day that you are actually planning. If you're just starting out for the first time, ask your students, hey, boys and girls, what's working, what's not? What do you want Mrs. Oliver to work on for next week for our school? Gosh. And it's so great to use their little sweet brains that are fresh and creative to help you take off all the mental workload. Let them plan it for you. Let them have some ideas. So whenever you sit down to plan, you're not planning all these things that nobody really cares about anyways. Let the kids decide. And then I think absolutely, it's so important that you build in reflection time. Starting that meeting with either going over your mission, your vision, or your goals is so important. Even if you're doing this yourself, have your introductory packet setting right there. So you go, you know what? This is what I envisioned for my school. This is what I, what I told parents that I was going to deliver on. And if I'm planning this week, I need to make sure that I'm keeping that in the forefront of my mind. That is so imperative as well. So you definitely want to make sure that you have your planning gear ready that goes along with what you said you were going to deliver on in your introductory packet. So have that somewhere very special, like in a folder. 
Number six is having an action plan and timelines. So when I gave my teachers the calendar for long-term planning, I knew they weren't going to get it all done in that day because they had to plan for various groups, not just one class, various groups of students within their class. So I told them, I'm going to give you two weeks to work on this. And by the end of the day, they had at least one to two groups completely finished. And they're like, okay, now I got into the flow. This is going to be super easy. I'm totally going to have this done in the next couple of days. But I gave them some wiggle room and also gave them a timeline. And within that long range planner, planner that I gave them with the calendar, I also gave them in red very specific action items that needed to be complete every single week, all the way November through February, if applicable, So they knew, okay, I need to be thinking about this so that whenever I'm planning, I'm not planning for a full load of work when it's Halloween week or when it's parent conference week. I know that I'm already going to have a lot on my plate, so I need to be planning accordingly. And last but not least, definitely put on your calendar a time to follow up. So maybe you need to follow up with parents. Maybe you need to follow up with your teachers that you just planned with. Maybe you need to follow up with your husband. Maybe you gave everybody different assignments. Maybe you need to follow up with yourself. Even if you're planning that day and you're all by yourself and you know that you need to make copies for the next week, make sure you give yourself a sticky note. Make sure you put it on in your planner. Follow up with yourself. Follow up with the people that you plan with. So I know today after our planning day, I'm going to make sure that I go back and follow with my teachers. Are we good on what we talked about yesterday? Do you need any help? I'll give them next, I'll give them a week. I'll follow up with them again. Hey, how are you doing on your planning? You still have another week. Is there anything I can help you with? What other ideas would you like me to generate with you? And then I'm also following up on some action items that I assigned for myself. I wrote them down. I hope that that inspires you because even if you're starting out and you've not even started a micro school, You've got to make sure that you're setting out planning time for yourself as it is. You can head over to teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching to schedule your coaching session and to plan with me. I would love to set across from you, plan out your school year, plan out your marketing, plan out your curriculum, whatever it is that you specifically need help with. That is my zone of genius. And I would be absolutely so thrilled to set and work with you and give you action items and agendas so that you can feel prepared and planned out for success. That's again, teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.